catch it. You know, yeah. Tell me a story real quick, Harmony. Um, sure. Uh, there was this pig, and his name was Connor, and he wore a bow tie, and then he fell in love. Great. <laughs> let me kick it back. Let me, let me kick it back. Let me kick it back. Let me, let me kick it back. Let me kick it back. Let me, let me kick it back. Hey, boy, right there, what you gonna do if they gonna do you like that? I'm a wild boy, and I need to be arrested. All right, and welcome to episode 50 of Fair the Burn podcast. I am your host, Chandler Fair, and I am currently joined with uh, a college friend of mine, um, someone who I met, good lord, four years ago, five years ago to this point? 2018. 2018? Yeah. That was your first first uh, yeah. semester? Okay. Okay. Um, someone I met 2018, who is now the the most recent uh, acceptance <laughs> into the college grad program of stage management at Wayne State. Give it up for Harmony! Yeah, uh, Harmony. I forgot your last name is Thompson. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And don't mind that. That's, nothing's going on there. Um, Harmony, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I had a lot of things set up for this podcast. Um, that I forgot to do before we got here. So we're going to wing a lot of this. Heck yeah. Uh, but I would just like to start off with uh, just can you introduce yourself to the people, tell the people what you're about. You're the better half of the Condal family, um, <laughs> right? Uh, happening in the Book of Will, which runs April 14th, 15th, 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Um, but go ahead and introduce people for who don't know you. Yeah, um, I'm Harmony. I'm a senior this year and like... We said I'm going to Wayne State next year to do some stage management and get my master's degree, which is super exciting. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I mostly stage manage, um, but I perform every now and then um, when I'm not managing. And so The Book of Will is our final show of the year. Mm -hmm. And uh, acting in that one as Elizabeth Condal, um, the wife of Henry Condal. And it's quite fun. Um, Henry's kind of a lunatic, so Elizabeth really gets to rope him in and be the the grounding of the pair. Yeah, so. and Henry is played by Tanner Morton, who we had who we had on last week, um, and we got drunk with Dave. Uh, it was so fun. Oh, I can't wait for you to see it. Um, but yeah, so what? When did you start doing theater harmony? I started in my sophomore year of high school. Um, I Well, so my freshman year of high school, my high school did the Adams Family Musical. Oh, very it cool. was brilliant. And somebody that I was like madly in love with was in that show and was like, hey, you should come see it. And so... Jacob Thomason. No, but <laughs> close. Like, it was a Jacob, um, but not Thomason. And um, so I was like, oh yeah, for sure. Like, I'll come see it. And then I was like, oh my God, that's really cool. I kind of want to do that. And I was a choir kid. Like that was my mm. whole thing. And so it's like musicals kind of work. And so the next year they did Beauty and the Beast and I auditioned and I was in the ensemble. Um, and so then junior and senior year, I was in the musicals then and then came to college as a music major. Oh, wow. Um, made it two days in the nice. music program. Nice. You're like, way <laughs> too hard. It. Way too hard. Hated <laughs> it. Well, it wasn't even that. Like, it's a whole long thing. But basically the chair of the music department, it's a different chair now. Okay. But the old chair basically said if I wanted to be anything in music, I had to get out of theater. Oh, that's stupid. So I went home that day and changed my major to theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, You're like, oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Were you so, a theater minor? 
Yeah, I was a theater. So I came into college. I was very, um, I don't know the word. I was like way over my head when I came into school. I was wanting to major in music education and music therapy. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I was minoring in theater and German. Um, So (laughs) triple major, double minor. It was great. Don't let your dreams be dreams. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So... But they didn't let your dreams be dreams, Harmony. They told you if you want to do anything, they were like, you got to get the no, fuck no out. dreams for you. <laughs> You're gonna be nothing in music. <laughs> so yeah, I immediately dropped all of my music stuff and then was theater major with German minor for two years, and then they stopped offering the German classes, and then they were like, "Just kidding, we don't offer a German minor anymore." So I was like, <laughs> "You're like." Nice. nice. You just so whittled. The theater major. Yeah, you just whittled yourself down, dude. It's like you're a stick that someone, an old guy with a fucking <laughs> knife outside is just whittling. It's like yeah. cut this off. Let's cut that off. It's just hacking away at my college career. So you started as a performer strictly, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then so when first of all, I, the only thing I would like to say this harmony, and I would like to get to know you a little bit better because although we've known each other for a while, the only things that I really know that you enjoy are music and theater. <laughs> I don't really know things about you outside. Of that, like, we're good friends and like we have a lot of fun and like we joke around and shit. But like, I'm like, I, like, I was thinking about it. That's why I texted you before this. I was like, Are you more interested in fruits or serial killers? Uh, yes. And you were like, This is the weirdest question I've ever gotten. Um, yeah, that's true. But uh, so you started as a performer, and when did you make your transition into stage management? Um, so Vanessa's my advisor. So I was meeting with her when registration would start for the next semester. Um, so during first semester, we had our meeting for spring. And she was saying, you know, well, how do you feel about stage management? And all I knew about it was from high school, where it was literally just somebody walking around backstage telling everyone to shut up. Yeah, it's garbage. Yeah. So I was like, not even running a show. Like, uh, we don't even know what the running a show meant. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, obviously, I don't want to do that. Like, that sounds like the stupidest thing ever. Um, And she was like, well, that sucks because it's a required class. So you have to take it. (laughs) I was like, okay, fine. Um, And at that point, I'd only even been in one show, and that was Lily's, Mm -hmm. um, which is a show um, it's definitely a nightmare of a show it's, it's a fever dream it's fever dream for sure i've been putting it out of my memory yeah <laughs> but, we'll talk about um, it we'll talk about it but yeah so i took the class i went in and i was like man this is gonna suck like i hate this i don't want to be here and uh then like throughout the class i was like oh wait this is actually like this is kind of cool and then our final project was the 10 minute play festival mm. and so i got to stage manage a 10 minute play and i was like hold on <laughs> wait a minute this is exactly what i want to do um, and getting to like call cues from a booth for the first time was like this huge adrenaline rush that I never felt anything like. And I was like, wow, yeah, maybe I do like this. It's uh, stage managing is a weird thing. Cause like even me, you and Ray were kind of talking about the other day, like when I, the only thing I stage managed is our town, right. In mm-hmm. spring of 2018 before you got there. And, uh, the thing that I just found, dude, is it's just like so much of it is like I, I don't know how much you know fo- about football, but like a lot of it to me is like playing quarterback. Yeah. Um, where it's just like people are supposed to do different things, and you just tell them what to do, mm. and you just be be nice about it, right? <laughs> but just tell them what to do, and then hopefully they do it, so you can sling them the ball. Right. You're like, let me throw you this pass right here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then they don't do the thing, and you're like, well. Yeah, yeah. Now, what is your favorite part about stage management? I. I just really enjoy, like, I don't know if it's a selfish quality or not, but I really enjoy, like, being the person that people come to when mm-hmm. they need help. I agree with and that. And so, like, when people have problems, I'm always like, I know a million and one ways I could solve that right now. But, um, so I think just being able to think super fast, I, it's always been great stage managing. And uh, Stefan, literally during Marisol, 
um, we had our whole bed frame broke, um, like 10 minutes before we opened the house. It's just a tiny little crappy metal bed frame. Yikes. Um, and so it's in a huge fight scene too. So they needed it on stage and we were like, um, so Preston and I, he was my light board up. We just took it into the shop and welded it really quick and then threw it back on stage. Mm -hmm. But, um, <clears throat> Stefan talked to me after that performance and he was like, I don't understand how the world can be on fire and you'll look at me and be like, okay, <laughs> we'll fix it. And I was like, that's my job. But like, why do you think you can do that though? I think because I'm such an anxious person, like I have terrible, terrible anxiety. So like I've already imagined the long list of things that could go wrong <laughs> yeah, during a show. Yeah. And like, oh, if this if this person fell on their face right now, like here's how I'd fix it. It uh, never happens, you know, yeah. but I've already thought through everything. Right. Um, every possible mistake. You're like most 16-year-old guys on their first dates, dude. Yep. They're like, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if she sneezes? Yes. Uh, yeah, no, I feel that. Uh I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you this compliment, and it's not from me. It's actually from your stage husband, ah. um, Tanner Morton. He didn't say this on camera, uh, but we were just kind of chatting afterwards, and he was saying that uh, he thinks, you know, Tanner's been here for a long time. Yeah. Ten years. Uh, I mean, granted, like two or three of those were in Oregon or whatever, mm -hmm. but he's only seen a few people theater wise like acting performing that he's like man you can do this on stage and and i hope that i'm not ruining tanner morton secrets or whatever <laughs> um but he's like but there's a lot more tech people that i've seen come out of isu that i'm like man yeah i think you can actually do this and he said that he thinks you're going to be a really great stage manager like in the professional world um now i agree with that i think that you're a great person i think you're very organized and obviously your anxiety is going to help you down the line oh, halfway I don't know how, but it is. Uh, so I heard one time from an old professor of ours uh, who was telling this girl, and I forget if she, it was just about tech theater in general or about carpentry, because mm -hmm. the lady was working in a, like the scene shop, mm -hmm. um, that in order to make it as a tech lady in the tech world of theater, that you have to be, quote unquote, a bitch. Now, what do you think about, do you think that this is true, Harmony? Because I, I the farthest thing I would classify you as is a rude person, a bitch, a mean, like any, any of the, Thank any God. of the fucking, you know, synonyms that I can come up with that. So what do you think about that statement? Because I don't think that's a philosophy that you necessarily agree with. I think I know exactly who you're talking about. Um, yeah, I'd agree. But no, I don't agree with that statement. I think, I think a lot of people think that it is a very male dominated field. Um, and there are, <laughs> I've never been the kind of person to say it, but like not all men, you know? So like, it really depends on who you're working with. I think that there are some people, not just men, but some people in the industry, once they've been doing something for a certain amount of time, they think that they know everything. They don't want anybody to tell them what they're doing. And it's especially mostly men, mostly men. <laughs> but it's especially harder when it's a woman coming in and trying to be in charge. Um, and so I think that women tend to have to be more assertive and maybe not aggressive, but just like forcefully assertive mm -hmm. um, in what they're doing and what they're saying. And they have to work harder um, to be in charge. But I, I definitely don't think you have to be a bitch. Like there have been times uh, when I'm managing that I absolutely want to rip my hair out and scream at somebody. But then you lose respect too. Mm -hmm. If you lose your cool, they're never going to respect you again. Um, so I think that it's just... Like, from day one, establishing this is the chain of command. Like, I am in charge, whether you like it or not. But this is how it's going to work. And just continuing 
the, you know, respect is a two way street. So as long as you're working with them, hopefully they'll work with you. Um, and you have to be willing to have the hard conversations, but there are ways to get your point across. Um, like my favorite thing right now, I found a little thing on Facebook of all places, but it was just like, you can be mad without being mean. Um, mm. and I was like, that's yes, that's exactly it. Like I've been so pissed off a million times cause that's just what happens. Um, but you know, I don't have to take that out on other people. I can air out a frustration with them, but not make it like attacking them. <clears throat> so, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, it is interesting, right? Because like, I think even just because of the sexist values that I think America's held for a long time, um, men in tech theater see me to me it seems that they're just like oh well they're gonna do it you know they're gonna do it which is kind of why why i was saying i was like i don't think you need to be like a quote-unquote like bitch to be in tech theater i just think as a lady like unfortunately right now it seems like you just have to take more initiative yeah like all the time like all the time which can probably get really draining yeah yeah definitely i um my boyfriend joe like i get to i go home to him all the time and i just like "Ah," all the time and he's like oh my god like what what happened at rehearsal? And I'm like, literally nothing, but just like <laughs> having to be, yeah. having to be the person that like, not that I get blamed when things go wrong, but since everybody tells me that things are going wrong, it's hard not to feel like you're the problem sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, even when you're literally nowhere close to being the problem. You're literally the solution. You're literally the solution. That's you're the solution. <laughs> but you know, it can be, it can be hard when everything is like aimed at you. Um, because you're the person they have to talk mm-hmm. to. Um, and so taking initiative a lot, you have to really, really, really like be on top of your game. And if you fall behind like at all, it can be so terrifying. And um, yeah, but um, I think the other thing is just like, you have to be able to take shit from people. Like everywhere you work, there's always going to be the banter around the building. Um, and you don't want to come off as like the girl who can't take a joke, you know, because mm-hmm. then they're just going to make it worse for you. Um, but if you know how to throw it right back at them, they'll either leave you alone or you'll have like a best friend for life. Yeah. Weird so, how that works, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah men are very interesting creatures. They're just like making jokes. <laughs> if someone gets pissed off, they're like, fuck that person. But if you look at that person and you're like, fuck you, then you're going to be like, man, I think I kind of like that lady. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. But, it's weird. Yeah. Um, cool, man. Uh, how, okay. I kind of want to talk about some shows real quick. Okay. Um, tell me about Lily's. <laughs> Mm. so lily's was the first show of my freshman year in fall of 2018 that's where i met chandler um and we were all mice mice it was terrifying we made men of mice <laughs> no more mice of men, men of mice. <laughs> yeah. but um yeah so it was a children's show about um, a little tiny mouse named lily who is kind of a little brat and having to learn how to not be a brat basically she's learning how to share and shit yeah uh she gets like this like plastic purple purse from her grandma and then i think it's something about show and tell she doesn't want to show it at show and tell and she needs to learn and yeah the cia comes and arrests her teacher and (laughs) kills him and shit it's a wild show Uh, big ass cat comes through the whole audience like what was that like for your first show at isu though honestly i was so confused um (laughs) dude like first rehearsal we show up and our director norm is just like yeah well uh today we're gonna be doing a 20 minute rehearsal of just recess here's some toys yeah you need some toys just run around be mice it was it was 
great because I was one of the parents. And so me and Caleb were just sitting in the audience because he was like, oh, parents don't do recess because we're adults. And and Dave. Fuck and you, Dave. David. And um, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just like sitting in the audience watching all of our friends run up and down the stairs screaming like children. And we're like, Caleb and I, both freshmen, like, huh? But, well, and so like I had just seen, they did first date right before that. So I had just <laughs> seen that quality of a show. And I was like, ah, yeah, college theater. And then Lily's. Yeah. I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah, children's theater, children's college theater. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely an experience for sure. I was just kind of curious because, like, you know, uh, I was very heavily involved in that show Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I was a kid. So I was just kind of curious, like, from the parents' perspective. It was interesting. I mean, we weren't – I wasn't called for a lot of rehearsal because a lot of people were – playing multiple roles um like the grandma was also a student later on in the show because just because the grandma was such like a short role Mm -hmm. um but the parents came back every couple of scenes but we didn't have as much rehearsal time because we didn't really need it they were really short scenes and so there were days where the full cast would be called and then we'd get there and norm would be like "Mm, actually you guys can go home yeah so caleb and i were like sick cool Great. Homework. Um, yeah. And then we'd leave. Or he'd like send us off to go watch like I Love Lucy or something to get like the couple <laughs> vibe he was looking for. Um, I feel like you need to watch 15 seconds of I Love Lucy and go, got it. All right. We're good. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Seen this before. I know. I was like, do you understand, Norm, that I grew up watching that show? Yeah. I already got this. <laughs> You're like, I, I've memorized yeah, Norm. I know it. Yeah, no. But um, it was just, it was so interesting. And then like coming back into rehearsal, you know, Caleb and I would show up a few minutes early for the next call. And then just see, like, 23-year-olds crawling on their hands and knees or riding in heelys across the stage. You know what's crazy about that, dude, is uh, we were all so young during yeah. that process. I'm 24 now. Oh, dang. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was 20 during that process, you know? Like, and all of us. I think Justin was maybe 22. Oh David was, like, 21. Dude, we were, so, like, oh, you so were little. 18. Shit, yeah. dude. We were all so young. That's so Ugh. crazy. Um, what is, before we, oh no, uh, what <laughs> is your favorite, uh, show that you've stage managed at ASU? Ooh, that's a toughie. Um, I, I have to say the wolves. I mean, that was the first show that I got to stage manage and I got it by just like pure luck. That's the soccer one, yeah? Yeah, it's the soccer one. The ladies, one. yeah. And I was, so we also did Bright Star that semester. That was the year that COVID shut down. So Wolves got pushed to the fall anyway instead of the spring. But we were doing Bright Star and then the Wolves. And so Caitlin and I were both the ASMs for both shows. And then there were two stage managers for the other shows. And then the stage manager for Bright Star, I don't remember exactly what happened, but um, left ISU. And mm. so then Caitlin got pulled up to stage manage. So I was ASMing both. Um, and then... The stage manager for the Wolves also left school. And so they were like, well, <laughs> hey, Harmony. It's your time. Um, literally, like, I auditioned. I got called back for the Wolves. And then all of a sudden, I was stage managing. Wow. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, but it was so much fun. And, like, I played soccer as a kid. And so getting to do all that again. And we worked with the women's soccer team. And it was really fun. Yeah, what was that like? It was kind of crazy. Like, you know, we're so used to just being <laughs> cooped up in the SPAC all the time. And a beautiful place. Love to be there. Mm-hmm. But, like, we never leave. And so then all of a sudden we were down at Reed Gym, like, doing soccer drills with all of them and out on the big soccer field. Um, and so we were having, you know, rehearsal in brand new places all of a sudden and getting to go play soccer instead of running lines. Like, 
crazy. Would you guys run lines like in like would you where would you practice at like Holt or Davis Field or? Um, there were a couple on Davis. Most of the mostly it was in like the big basketball gym in Reed. Okay. Um, just because the weather was meh, mm. but um, you know, first show of the fall and couldn't really predict it. But um, so they mostly just like. The first hour would just be them teaching, you know, footwork and how to handle a soccer ball. Um, but then they'd get in a circle and like pass the ball around and they'd start running lines while they were doing that exercise, um, which was really great because they're all laughing and screaming and trying to get their lines out. And people are calling for line, but nobody knows where we are. <laughs> and so it was really chaotic. But and then even like Vanessa was playing with them, oh, which wow. was so cool to see. Um, yeah, that's been cool to see. Like uh, in my time away, that I that the theater departments kind of tried to cross over with different departments too, like yeah. the soccer. And then I know that they you guys did the Greek show, Thebes. Yeah, burial at Thebes. And you guys worked. Some people worked with the wrestling coach. I saw an article yeah, about that. And Devin got to do that. that yeah. Really good. Like the Greco wrestling coach. Yeah. yeah, I think he was one of the high school coaches. Um, oh, so that wasn't that wasn't ISU. That probably would have been a yeah. Okay, but I gotcha. still like community work. Very like, cool. Super awesome. But yeah, burial at Thebes was also really fun. I got to manage that one. That one was a little terrifying, just because we had to make it rain blood from the ceiling. Yeah, that's the picture that I've seen. That looks wild, though. It was dude. really cool. I was also working as a carpenter that semester, and so I was the one that had to rig the water up on the grid. <laughs> Literally, like. 12 to 15 hours of zip ties on a garden hose. Oh, no. And then I would get it done. And the person in charge would be like, actually, I don't really like that. I don't like that arrangement. So I'd go back and undo no, it. No, dude. It was terrible. We wasted so many zip ties. And it was just, yeah. And eventually we got it. And I was like, I'm not changing it again. Like, <laughs> I'm not doing it. If you want it different, you get to go up there and crawl around on the grid for four hours. Um, sweet, man. Yeah, that's crazy. That is so crazy. It's wild, like, the amount of shit that you'll do for theater that will, people will just be like, yeah, do it again. Hmm. Yeah, like, uh, I don't like that. Like, just, just do it again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So how has this show been for you? Book of Will. This Book of Will that runs April 14th, 15th, 20th, 21st, and 22nd at Idaho State <laughs> University. Well, it's been great. Uh, it's always hard for me to turn off my stage manager brain when I start acting again. Um, like texting me three minutes before rehearsal or whatever, being like, are you coming yeah. to rehearsal? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, Harmony, where's your dad? Shut man? up. <laughs> We're homies. Let shut Amy up, text me. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So that's always a problem. And uh, I think that I'm getting there finally. Like... I've stopped showing up 30 minutes early um, and just started showing up like five to 10 and just sitting in the audience being like, okay, time to be Try, on the stage. Trying to relax a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's the thing is like, not that acting is not hard work, but I feel like I get to turn off my brain a little bit more because um, when I'm stage managing, it's everything I have. And then acting, it's it just feels a little easier, I guess. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Acting is not hard. All right. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to be the guy that's like, oh, you should just not take away anything from actors. But like, as for, like, and not to, to like acting isn't necessarily like a skill. It's definitely a skill you have to learn. But as far as like what other people do in theater, mm -hmm. acting is the easiest shit you can that's do. Fair. A hundred percent. Like, again, yeah, not like necessarily the skill, but it's just like if your job is to show up and do lines, well, guess what, dude? The ASM has been here since three o'clock today and they've been cooking pork chops and like <laughs> and setting up, a you know, the blood rain and shit. Oh, my God. And... I always. Uh... Anyway, OK, I'll get to that. But um, it's been so much fun. And like I 
The other show that I acted in freshman year was Shakespeare in Love, and that was also in some dialects and stuff. And, and Macbeth. You also did Macbeth. And Mackers, but that wasn't an RP. Yeah, that's true. That's um, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yes, I forgot about Mackers. Um, yeah, so that was, I mean, I had two lines the whole show. Um, they were very fun, but I had two lines. And then I got to scream a lot during the big brawl scene. Mm-hmm. But and I screamed, I screamed at you. <laughs> I, I put a dog in your face and screamed at you. That's great. Um, yeah. And then Brittany had to bite my leg. That was great. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so like I haven't done any dialect work since freshman year. I mean, I took the dialects class, but not for a full show. Um, and this is definitely like one of the biggest roles I've ever played. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot like. It's kind of crazy, but um, it's been so much fun. And I think the cast is really, really fun to work with. Um, I've never, it, it can be hard <laughs> with, I mean, any theater, but collegiate especially. Um, you can either have a really great cast or, you know, if you want. Um, but I, like, I feel like there hasn't been any problems with this one. Like, everyone's so supportive. Um, everyone is just so excited about the work and... Like, there hasn't been any drama. Yeah. Um, which has been so nice. And especially for my last show. Like, to just be able to come in and chill and know that my castmates are just going to be amazing. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I think it's so funny when, like, especially when we get to tech um, and hearing actors complain, our tech is so short compared to literally anywhere else. Because, mm. um, you know, we have dry tech, which is just the technical people for four hours and then wet tech the next day for four hours. Um, and then we start dress rehearsals. But like I was talking to the grad school that I'm going to. Can you explain, sorry, can you explain dry yeah, and wet tech yeah, yeah, yeah. people real quick? We don't um, know. So dry tech is just for like, it's really for the director and the lighting designer um, to go through all the cues. And if there's like sound or other fancy cues, we usually only have light here um, and sometimes sound. But if there's like projections or the fly system or anything like that, it's for all of those designers um, and the director to be able to walk through the show and see each cue and see if they like it or um, if they need to adjust or add anything or take anything out. Um, They can do that before the actors come in. And so then wet tech is with all of the actors um, and all of those designers. And the only thing we don't have is like costumes and hair and makeup. Mm. Um, so then they get to see what it looks like with people on the stage and in the context of the show. We like actually run the show for wet tech is the difference. Yeah. 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 Um, but Wayne Wayne State, sorry. No, yeah. But so both of those usually only take four hours. Sometimes it goes a little over, but like four hours. Um, and I was talking to the guy at Wayne. I was like, yeah, we just take like four hours. And he's like, are you serious? Like we take two days for wet tech. And I was like, you've got to be kidding. And he's like, yeah, we're there for... So they do 10 out of 12, which is they have, it's a 12 hour day, but they have like two hours worth of like lunch break mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, and he was like, yeah, we do that twice. So, and their shows are huge. Like they're way bigger than ours, but still like, and you know, you go to professional companies and they're doing tech, you know, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Like it's insane. And so I love, I love hearing actors come in and I don't want to be here till five o'clock. And they just got there at one. <laughs> I'm like, I have been here since 9 a.m. Like, and I'm going to be here till almost 11 p.m. Like, shut up. You don't yeah. get to talk. Yeah. But I'm like, I have sympathy for you because, yeah, four hours is a lot of time. But mm. <laughs> at the same time, I don't care about your tiny problem. But. <laughs> hey, drink your milkshake. <laughs> I drink it up. 
that's what those actors think about people taking their time. They're like, they're just taking my milkshake. They're sucking all my time up. Man, that's crazy. That's so funny, too. Uh, You're definitely not bitter at all about that. Uh, It's, yeah, it is funny. Like, since I stepped away and then I came back, like, I think a lot about, like, the theater is the only place that I want to be. Yeah. So if I'm there, I'm trying not to complain at all, dog. Because I think to myself, I'm like, man. After this, I got to go scrub toilets, dude. <laughs> I want this time right here to never end, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah man. I mean, the, the show has been a lot of fun. And like you said, like it has been like very drama free and just kind of people coming in. And it's like, it seems like a lot of it is just for the work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is the, the beautiful thing about it. Um, why did you choose Wayne State? I've never heard of Wayne yeah. State until I you. I um, Yeah, so... I mean, I went through URTA's, which I have no idea what URTA stands for. I used to, but I don't anymore. Universal <laughs> reciprating together always. Reciprating women. A women. Word. Yeah, women. <laughs> reciprating. Universal reciprating uh, together always women. All right. URTA's. Sure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it, is, it is the ladies' conference. Oh, I'm thinking Satara, maybe. Yeah. What is URTA's? Is URTA's just a technical? Well, it's like a. It's the grad college. It's, it's to get into like grad programs. That's right. And um, yeah. like, I guess there's some companies that come to it, but not a lot. Did you do that but in Chicago? It Luckily, it was virtual for me. Wow. Very um, cool. Yeah. They've opened it up a lot since COVID hit because um, they had to do everything virtually. And then they were like, why are we making these people come Travel. all the way to Chicago? <laughs> um, so yeah, I had to do it over Zoom. And so there's... <laughs> There's literally like 11 stage management programs in the whole country. Wow. Yeah, it's terrifying. And there are like none in the Northwest. I really, I love the Pacific Northwest. It is like my shit. But, and so I was like, oh, I, I really wanted to find someplace in Washington, but there are no management programs. There are hardly acting programs up here. Wow. And so I was like, great. And the closest one was California. And go California, but I don't want to live there. Nope. Um, and nope. then there's also one in Las Vegas, but I didn't really want to live in Vegas. Too either. hot. Very dangerous. Exactly. Too hot. Very dangerous. I was like, I hate my life in Vegas. But, um, and then when I started looking, I was like, I don't really want to go on the East Coast. Like, I don't want to go that far away from the Pacific Northwest. And then I was like, ooh, Scotland. <laughs> like, Scotland is <laughs> a program. Um, it's so funny how theater people do that. They're like, yeah, I don't know if I want to go to like, you know, Boston or anything, but you know what would be cool? London seems right. awesome. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so yeah. And then, so going through Erda's, there was, I don't know, like 10 cause Las Vegas wasn't even, I don't think they were even recruiting this year. Um, they might've been, but there was not a lot of information on them. And so I applied through Erda's and they, the way that works is just, you submit all your info to them and they distribute it to the schools that are recruiting for your discipline and then they get to decide if they want to interview or interview you or not um so out of the 10 i think i interviewed with six. Oh wow um which was great that's awesome and yeah so um wayne state was in those six and then so wayne and one of the schools in illinois were my top choices um but illinois has like one of the best programs in the country and so I was like, oh, there's no way like that I'm ever going to get in there. And then they asked for more interviews. And I was like, okay. Um, but so I had my first interview with Wayne. And the guy, his name's Matt. He was amazing. He was so cool. So down to earth. Um, his cat kept crashing the interview. And I was like, beautiful. <laughs> like, I want to go there. <laughs> so, You're just talking to him. The cat just like peeks its head around. Well, yeah, like, it's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> 
know when people have like the green screen on Zoom so you can't see what's like really behind them? The cat, you could just like see flicker in and out of the green screen. <laughs> and then he'd be like, ah, oh, sorry, my freaking cat's back here. And then at one point, literally like something broke back behind him. And he was like, it's my cat. <laughs> like, it was so funny. But he was so nice. And then he was telling me like they are, they just finished a brand new performing arts facility. Um, so everything is just, oh my God. And it's beautiful. Um, Money. and <laughs> seriously, like it's great. Um, they've got like one of their stages has like a 20 by 20, um, trap in it that I think is also like a hydraulic lift. What? Insane. I know. Wow. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, well that's really interesting. And I would like to know more about that. And then they asked for another interview. Um, and so him and I, and he brought the chair of the department into that interview and we all got to talk and it just, everything I learned about them, I was like, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. They became my number one school. Illinois fell to like number two. And I was like, Illinois is great, but their building has been up since the seventies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's nice. It's pretty, but like my main reason to go is for the new technology. Um, cause you know, we're kind of small here. <laughs> we don't get the new technology. Um, I think we have, we've gotten some in the last couple of years. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I, I don't want to say too much on air, uh, <laughs> but I know that someone who we know definitely went on a little spending spree oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. to get some cool movers and stuff. <laughs> that did happen. Yes, it did. Um, but yeah, like Marisol, I mean, I guess we used them in Lily's, but like not as much, but Marisol was the first time I really worked with projections. Mm. And then the opera was the first time I even saw a fly system, like, mm. you know, here i've seen it professionally but like actually been around one and so and that was literally just to lift out some windows like it was crazy but um yeah so of course i'm gonna go to this school with a freaking hydraulic lift are you kidding but um yeah so then he like he's very much of he doesn't really like emailing if he doesn't have to he really wants to talk on the phone he's like 30s like he's not that old but mm. he's like oh, i hate email yeah um which is great but uh I've never met a stage manager who says that. I know. I hate email. Oh, really? Uh, uh, <laughs> How do you get a hold of everybody? Uh, yeah, but um, so he like he's like, oh yeah, like we should we should talk. Like I want to talk to you over the phone. Um, this was a couple weeks ago, and it was it was a Friday, and he was like, so do you have any time tomorrow to talk on the phone? And I was like, yeah, for sure. That would have been the Saturday, and I was like, yeah, I'm available. You know, all day. Just let me know when. He never replied. Um, and so Saturday evening, I was like, Hey man, <laughs> you still want to talk? And he's like, Oh my God, I'm sorry. My whole day got away from me. And they're two hours ahead. And so uh -huh. it was like 10 PM and he was like, uh, I can't today, but do you have time tomorrow? Which was Sunday. And I was like, yeah, I'm available all day. Let me know. Never replied. <laughs> so Sunday at like three, I was like, Hey Matt, <laughs> you still want to chat? Like I'm like panicking. Like, Oh my God. Like what is happening right yeah. now? And he was like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, um, sorry, I, I lost track of time again today. Like, they're moving into the new building. And he's in charge of the move. So, like, he's so busy. But he's like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, okay, yeah, like, Monday I have this time in the morning or this time in the afternoon. But then I have rehearsal. So, like, kind of a short window. And he was like, okay, okay, yeah, I'll let you know. Um, I'll email you in the morning and let you know when. It didn't happen. Um, so, like, Monday at noon, I was like, hey, <laughs> when do you want I was like this has been three days of us trying and failing Matt this needs to happen <laughs> I was like I'm losing my mind um but 
So I was like, I'm hoping maybe you can just tell me when you're available this week. Uh, um, and I'll make myself available. I will carve out time for this phone call. Yeah. He literally was like, I need like five minutes on the phone. And I was like, why can't you brother. five minutes in a day? <laughs> my brother in Christ. Like, I was like, oh my God. But, um, and he like, this whole long email, he was so apologetic and very like sincere. And he was like, this is very important to me. You know, um, I definitely want to talk with you. I was like, okay, well... <laughs> When? Yeah. And so he was like, how about tomorrow at this exact time, I will call you. I was like, sick. Got it. And then he did. Thank God. Um, and he was like, yeah, so uh, you're definitely like, you're my top choice. And we really want you here. And I was like, you're like, You're like in the country? <laughs> I was like, out of everybody? Okay. But yeah, he was like, um, yeah, he's like, you're my top candidate. And, you know, we'd really like to see you here. We think you'd be a really good fit. Um so, yes, we would like to extend an offer, and I can send you all of that in writing right after I hang up this phone. Um, right after being You're like, are you three gonna, hours later. Are you going to send it? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, so when can I expect to see that email? <laughs> and he was like, oh, give me like 30 minutes after we end this phone call to like type everything up and get all the right info. And I was like, okay, yeah. Four, three or four hours later. And I was like, at least it was the same day, like at that yeah, point. Yeah. I was like, okay. But yeah, so... Um, he offered me the spot and um, I i mean, I waited like a week before accepting it because I was trying to figure everything out still. And I had another interview with Illinois mm. and then they, that was on <clears throat> this past Friday and uh, Wayne State, or not this past Friday, the Friday before. Um, so Illinois was like, we're, we're about to go on spring break. So we probably still won't be making any offers for like three weeks. I was like, oh my God. And then, yeah, Wayne State needed my offer the following Wednesday. Like, they needed my response. And I was like, great. I'm not going to wait for Illinois. Um, Did you tell Illinois that yeah. you're not taking it? Yeah, I was like, hey, I already accepted an offer. I know all my hoes miss me. That's right. Um, That's right. Those hoes miss you. True. It's true. Yeah. They, they miss their shot. They're going to be sad. Um, but yeah, so I, it's, like, it's basically a full ride at Wayne. Like, I get a full tuition waiver. I'll have to pay for, like, textbooks um wow but and then a full like stipend while i'm there so now yeah. how are you feeling we've talked about this briefly about living in detroit <laughs> if i had a gun uh, sound i would click it right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh that's definitely the vibe um i think it'll be interesting i think it's uh i'm gonna be living Maybe I shouldn't say that. Never mind. Um, I'm not yeah, going to be living you're by myself. Living. Uh, yeah, no. don't say that. <laughs> I'm not going to be. I'm going to have 10 roommates and they're all bodybuilders. <laughs> no, but um, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. But so I'm trying to find somewhere not in Detroit. Like I want to live outside the city because um, I don't want to live on campus and I don't want an apartment where I can like see campus because mm -hmm. I feel like that will not be enough of like a detachment. Um, to live a life outside of school. Um, but luckily the housing over there is like dirt cheap. Um, like I've been finding three bedroom houses for like nine fifty a month. But why Harmony? Because it's Detroit. Because it's Detroit. <laughs> and people are dying. <laughs> but so, and I think it's so funny. I've been looking at the listings and like they show the like amenities in the house. Um, and then almost all of them are like built in alarm system. And I'm like, that makes sense. You're like, yeah. <laughs> and that tracks. Never see that out here. Ugh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no. And so I told my boyfriend, I was like, I'm going to get like 10 pit bulls. And he was like, God, please don't. <laughs> but, you know, do what you got to do. I think if you just get a bat. I have a metal bat. My yeah. dad my dad gave it to me when I went to college. Just like a metal baseball bat. 
Okay, Your dad, dude? Smart guy. <laughs> Fucking smart guy. The things that you told me your dad has told you, dude, very smart man. True. Um, yeah, dude, I, I mean, I'll certainly be, uh, I'll be praying for you uh, <laughs> to ask that God ain't going to send you up to heaven when you're out in Detroit. Uh, but um, before, I, I, have a lot, I, have a, I have a segment I'd like to do with you, mm-hmm. um, and then to learn a little bit more about you, and then to talk about something else. But before yeah. I do, I have one last question about the theater department here. Okay. How okay. do you feel, in your opinion... Because you were about two years after I started, and your first year was my last year before my break. How do you feel the culture mm. has shifted in the department then to now? Yeah. Um, man, I got to be careful if I say this. Um, I don't know who watches your show, but... Pretty much nobody. Not right. You can also cut it out if, it, if you feel like it's too much. Um sure. Um, I'm not here to be rude or anything. I, I just noticed, like, personally for me, like, differences. You yeah. know, and I'm not saying that they're better or worse. I'm just Definitely. saying, like, it is just is what it is. Yeah, I think when I got here, um, and it might have just been me, but when I got here, it felt really clicky. Yep. Um, and yes. it was, like, people were like, oh, it's a it's a big community. But it was, like, a bunch of little communities that hated each other. Yep. Um, And so... <clears throat> oh, my God! But, uh... The drama. The drama. It was crazy. It was awful. It was too bad. Um, And it was just like people excluding people just for the sake of feeling some semblance of power. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was so crappy to come into as a freshman. But, uh, and each, I think with each year, it, it got a little bit better. Um, you know, people, I think senioritis plays into a lot of the problems that we have because people are just so done with being in school and then they kind of get a little crazy um do you mean now or i mean always okay but um like it's just people get tired people have seen the same you know 10 people for the last four or five years and they're like oh my god i can't do this anymore and then they kind of they it turns into you know people are rude to each other or catty or whatever it is um but then i think each new year that starts everyone's you know trying to be making friends and i think just Overall, since my freshman year, we've gotten rid of a lot of the drama, um, and it's a lot less clicky now than it was. I think um, I think the fraternity plays at least a decent-sized part in that. I think we've gotten a lot more engagement um, from the department. I know my freshman year, like, half the department was part of APO, um, and then the rest of the people were like, nah, fuck that shit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. But now it's, like, almost the whole department. Um, and so I think... Now that we're spending time with each other that's not exclusively theater-based, like we have game nights and movie nights and stuff, and so people have the opportunity to actually get to know each other, um, there's a lot less division. Well, I think we had that back in the day, too, right? Like, we had APO, uh, and granted, like you're saying, like, my freshman year, it was very much more like everybody pretty much was involved in APO yeah. as well. Um, the, 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 the differences that I've seen, too, is... This group of people uh, seem way less competitive Mm -hmm. and not necessarily that they don't want to do well, just that when I was in school, you know, originally, we wanted to fucking eat each other alive for roles and we didn't want to see each other win. That's the big thing that I've noticed about these people is like this cast specifically that I'm involved with now that we're involved with. Um really wants to see each other do well. Yeah. And that's nice. And and I was talking with Tanner Morton too. And Dave the other night, and my group of people, 
had like you could fit all of the self-esteem that we had into this cup. Yep. Right. And we had not, dude, so insecure, all of us. Uh, but I think these kids now, I, I say kids loosely, right? I'm only like sure. about four years older than most of them. Um, and I think I'm only three or two years older than you. But mm-hmm. it, like, it just seems like these people have more self-confidence yeah. and self-esteem and I just like. Definitely. It's turned into like, yeah, it was, it was I, I can see that from my freshman year. It turned, oh my gosh, I cannot talk. Um, it used to be like a tear each other down so that you can get up, mm-hmm. but now it's like we everyone wants everyone to be getting better. Yeah, and so we build each other up, and so like you know, I can be building up you, and then in like I just know that it'll happen in return. Yeah, and so then everyone gets the chance to get better. Yeah, um, and you don't have to be afraid because like even back in the day, you know, people would just be two faced to you and be like, "Oh, you know, you're doing so good," and then do some fuck shit behind your back yep. to be like, "Now I'm fucking you over for this," uh-huh. like or like whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just it's garbage. Um, yeah. Cool, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, again, not dissing anybody, and certainly no. I think that because you know I think that also with competition comes like breeding uh, some of the best qualities about yourself too. Because yeah. I, th- I think that sometimes if you have less competition, it can kind of lead you to be a little bit more mediocre. Um, again, yep. not saying anybody else is mediocre. I'm just saying, like, when we were back there, like, I was trying to do my best in every single audition. Like, I would not phone anything in. Yep. Because I was like, I know that everyone else is going to be trying to kill me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Harmony, what do you like outside of music and, music and theater? What are, you, what, are, what are your interests? <laughs> That's a really, really great question. Um, <laughs> You're like, I don't even know. <laughs> I, who knows? I don't get time to do anything else. Um, I don't know. I'm like, I would like to say that I'm a movie guy, but then everyone's like, oh, have you seen this movie? And I always say no. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a very specific kind of movie guy. But like, What kind of movie guy are you? I don't want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got a secret. Well, I'm a Disney guy. And then, oh, that's not so like, bad, dude. There's so many yeah. Disney adults out here. You got it's nothing true. to be worried about with that. Come on. But, and then like, I, I'm a big like action and comedy guy. And so... You know, but I hate horror. Like, I can't do horror movies. Mm. I'm a little bitch. And so, um, but yeah, people are like, oh, have you seen all? Also, if there is an animal that dies in a movie, can't watch it. Not, can't do it. Uh. Everyone wants me to watch John Wick. Can't do it. <laughs> that seems like such a crazy movie, dude. Do you watch the dog die in that movie? I don't know. You don't know. I've never <laughs> you seen have it. no idea. Yeah. But I, I've been told, like, that's the whole premise is that somebody killed his dog. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, fucking. <laughs> and then they keep killing his dogs. Like, But I don't know if you see them kill the dogs. Like, even if this is the idea of the dog dying, you can't do I don't, it. I don't know. I've never watched John yeah. Wick because yeah. I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't take that chance. Like, have you seen I Am Legend? Nope. Yeah, yeah. He kills. He, he, he pretty much watched him kill yep. the dog in that one. Can't watch yeah, it. yeah. Watch it's it. pretty rough. It's pretty rough. I like borderline Charlotte's Web because he almost dies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can't watch it. But Marley you don't fuck and me, with the Lion no. King either. Okay, Lion King's fine. Okay, okay, Lion King's a classic. I have to like Lion King. But that's the saddest scene. Dude. That that's seriously just... ball every time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the worst. Anybody? Oh my god. But um, but yeah, no. And then I'm also like. I really enjoy rewatching movies I've already seen. And that's my problem. And so Specifically I'm like, Disney movies? Well, sometimes. But <laughs> um or like TV shows. I think I'm on my like thirty second rewatch of Friends. Like Nice. I have a problem. But Who's your favorite Friends character? Oh God. Um There is one right answer here, you know. I know. It depends on my mood. I mean, most of the time most of the time it's Chandler. 
But sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'm a Phoebe guy. Like, I love Phoebe. She's just a silly little guy. But. Oh, halfway. <laughs> That's Phoebe. fucking illegal. No. You can't, like, you can't like anyone more than me. Uh, but actually, I really like the little monkey, Marcel. He's my favorite. Ah, uh, Marcel. I remember Marcel. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's the guy who works at the Central Perks name? Oh, Gunther. Gunther. He died yeah, right after he did die die. Yeah, sad. The worst. Um, yeah, so you just you like like kind of consuming entertainment. Yeah. Like if you're not doing anything else, you just like to kind of consume yeah. different media. Um, pretty common. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Friends is definitely a great show. Uh, not not much else though. Uh, pretty much just theater <laughs> and music. And uh, uh, you know, I I like to think that I'm you know board game guy, but then it's like five board games that I actually enjoy. Um, I don't know. I tried to be a D and D guy. Didn't work. D and D's tough, dude. It's you, tough. It's just, you have to have such a good D, um dm dm you have to have a dm and you have to understand like how the game is played because if not then it kind of drags and you're like i didn't yeah i came in like halfway through somebody's campaign because they said it was okay for me to join and it was my boyfriend's roommates and uh the dm just wasn't that good and they like i didn't really get what was happening because they would jump back and forth between like you know being their characters and then just being like oh this is what my thing is doing now and i was like i don't what is it. happening? <laughs> or like they'd talk to me and I'd be like, who are you? <laughs> like, are you Jacob or are you fucking Gargamel the fourth? Like, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I didn't play after that. But yeah, I don't know. So it's it's a big, I'm a big media guy, I guess. But um, yeah. And I like, like you're saying, it's tough too, right? Like especially when you're involved. Yeah. When you're involved in theater, it's tough, dude. Like it's tough yeah. to be involved in like interest in different yeah. things. I'm like, I have my cat. She's yeah, like, yeah. But like, that's literally all I have time for. Do like, you still have your dog? She's alive. That's good. Um, she was my service dog for a while, but she's oh god, fourteen, fifteen. She's old. She's yeah. a border collie, so you know she's living forever. But like, Faith? she's old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, the end of my freshman year, um, I gave her to my brother because he has like. He lives with his fiance's parents and they're, they live in like Mayfield or Mayfair, Mayfair, not Mayfield. They live in Mayfair over by Boise and um, just a bunch of land. Um, and there's another little dog there that she gets to play with and they take really good care of her. So um, she's still kicking. I mean, she's doing great, but yeah, she's just, she forgot a lot of her training and stuff. So it's like, it's not fair to you to, and she got separation anxiety. So I couldn't like leave her home in the dorms because people would hate me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But she's with my brother now, so. Shout out to Faith. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, Harmony, what do you believe in the universe? What do you think is going on here? You know, I'm not really a religion person. I was raised Mormon. Oh, really? Um, I yeah. did not know that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, my parents started going to church when I was like 18 months old. Um. They met some missionaries that they really liked that convinced them to go. Um, worst mistake ever. No, well, of course, man. But... It's in Idaho. It's like, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? It was in Oregon. Oh. Um... <laughs> don't know how that happened. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was born in Oregon. Oh, wow. Um, We're in Oregon. Baker City. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very small. Very small. Yeah, apparently I can't get out of small towns. Um, yeah. Anyway. But... Hey, you're going to Detroit, going dude. To so... Detroit. Man, I don't fucking... Anyway... So they started going to church when I was 18 months. And then, so I was raised um, in the Mormon church. That was all I knew. 
Um, and then I got to about 12 or 13. It's really interesting growing up in the church because you're in primary, which is like the children's class, um, until you turn 12. And then uh, you move up to young men's or young women's. Okay. Um, and it's, you know, the people that are your age move with you, so you're not like alone. But um, I was in the same ward um, or like area from the time I was six until I was 12. Um, and then we moved. Oh, um, no, dude. Yeah. That's like the worst time. <laughs> mm-hmm. We moved from Meridian to Boise and ended up switching wards. We switched buildings entirely. Like, it was insane. So, not only was I moving to a new class, which, like, I wasn't in primary anymore. I had to do this new thing. But it was also brand new people. And so, like, they already had their cliques and their friends. And so, I was coming in, like... You came in like a like a freshman at the 2018 yeah. <laughs> Idaho State University you know what I mean? theater department. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so, I came in, like, who are you people? Yeah. Like... Um, why do you hate each other <laughs> yeah there was so much anyway yeah they had a lot of drama and i don't know if it was just because it was boise and it was like teenage girls but like whew, it was bad um so i didn't like going anymore and so i convinced my mom to like let me i would go to sacrament with them which was you know everybody in the one room i'd go to sacrament and then we lived right next to the church so i just walk home um because i didn't want to deal with it and then uh eventually when i like wasn't really going to church anymore um, that's when I got really into science. Mm. And then I was like, hmm. <laughs> You're like, I think there's something fishy going on uh, here about this God minute. thing. <laughs> You're telling me that a human <laughs> being walked on the ocean? <laughs> Fake. Like, <laughs> didn't happen. Um, and then, like, I was still, like, very impressionable at a young age. And so my, like, seventh grade science teacher was very, very, like, anti-religious. Um, and he wasn't supposed to, like, share that with the students. It was kind of illegal. But... He did. Um, and he was like, there's proof of like civilizations thriving around the time that the flood apparently happened. And so 13 year old me was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I walked in. Um, yeah. And I was like, you're right. You're absolutely right. That's true. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to believe now. But anyway, so I just kind of like started falling out of it and being like, this is kind of like, yeah, miracles happen, but like that many in one week. Mm. Um. So I kind of got out of the church for a while, um, stopped going completely when I was like 15 and then, uh, never really, I would go if like my friends were, you know, like doing talks or, um, one of my friends was going on her mission. So she had like her farewell thing and I went to that and when she returned and like, you're going more to like support than like, cause for belief. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now I think I'm definitely like, I think there's something there. I don't think it's a religious thing. But I, my belief is kind of like, you know, the universe is just the invisible, like, guiding hand. Um, and Do you so, believe it's conscious at all? I haven't decided on that yet. I've been thinking a lot about it. But I think that, um, I think that there's a lot more, like, powerful energy than people like to believe. And so, like, manifestation is huge for me. Um, and I don't know where that energy goes, mm-hmm. but I, I think it, it goes out to the universe and, you know, it happens or it doesn't, but I think the universe always knows, um, where to point you. Um, so, but yeah, I, I don't think that it's one guy up there, you know, ruling everything. Yeah. Saying like, <laughs> you have to believe this one thing in order to get here. You have to do these things or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, I'm kind of along the same ilk. Um, what do you think about Jesus? 
who do you think Jesus is? This is a question I like to ask a lot of people. Because, <laughs> um, you know, everyone has different answers. You know yeah. what I mean? Do you think he was a real guy? Do you think he, was, he didn't exist at all? Do you think he's just like some fucking con man? I, do you believe he's God, Harmony? No, definitely <laughs> not. Um, I think that, you know, not to say that nobody like him existed. Because I definitely think there was probably some guy that everyone looked up to that, like, inspired the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. Because, you know, you see, like, all these, like, street magicians that can, like, do cool shit. And everyone's like, oh, my God, this yeah. is magic. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe this guy was just like, look at this. I could walk on water. But he, like, had a box underneath. You know, like, he yeah. did something. Yeah. But... Chris Angel in him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did something. Like, and clearly, you know, some guy with great leadership skills. But, like, I don't know. I just don't buy into the whole, like, son of God thing. Um, I'm also, like, <laughs> fucking Mary. All of a sudden... Has a child. Yeah. Doesn't know how it happened. Uh-oh. The Holy Ghost Uh-oh. came and gave me a child. This is crazy. No, I promise. Like, yeah. It's really interesting because that's actually, uh, it's there's a lot of um, similarities between this guy in the Bible named Nimrod, uh, who's like the original king of Babylon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he set up Babylon and he had this wife named Samarimus. Uh, who Nimrod is like a great king, set up Babylon, doing all the sorts of shit. Like Babylon's like a real place in history. Like uh, it's a great kingdom for a long time, and uh, it's talked about in the Bible, right? And afterwards, this isn't talked about in the Bible at all. But it is interesting the similarities. Uh, Nimrod goes out to like war and like dies because either by like a boar or yeah. by another dude or whatever. <laughs> um. But he dies, and Samarimus, as soon as he dies, uh, she's she's a little promiscuous, you know what I mean? Samarimus is getting around. Uh, And she says that Nimrod, after he died, went and became the sun. And then the beams of the sun impregnated her. So now her son, son uh, who's like Talmuz or some shit, Talmud, um, is now the deity of oh Nimrod God. and God. Yeah. So it's, it is very interesting. Like just how that story kind of yeah. like prophecy and there's this father and a son that like always just seems to come about and whether, you know, whatever is true. I don't really know. It's uh, a patriarchy. It's a patriarchy, man. Yeah. And there's even shit like in, you know, I don't necessarily identify as a Christian, but I think that's probably the closest belief system yeah. I have. And there's even a lot of shit in the Bible that like the patriarchy because of the Catholic church at the beginning of it took out. Like, the Holy Spirit is, like, classified as a woman. Yep. Like, throughout Scripture, if you really, like, dive into it, go check out Bible Secrets. It's a 12-part 12, uh, 12 fucking biblical podcast we have <laughs> on this podcast. We break out a lot of that shit. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, that's very cool. Yeah. I'm glad that you kind of came around to something being out there. Because I think yeah. that the thought of, like, it being nothing... First of all, yeah. I don't think it's very logical to me personally. I, we can debate on that all day and for, all, all day back and forth. Mm-hmm. But I think even believing something is out there gives people uh, some semblance of like meaning or purpose to life, yeah. which I think is very important. Yeah. I have a very hard time like thinking that there could be absolutely nothing there. Yeah. Um, and like I'm not a huge like as much as other people like crystal collector – but there are like certain little ones. Like we have a crystal shop in Old Town. Um, and shout out to Enchantments. Shout out to Enchantments. They're amazing. Yeah, cool um, shop. I love that store. Sometimes I just go, just to go. You yeah, know, not facts. Gonna buy anything, facts. But I'm like, like, I just love the vibe. I get super hot just walking. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they have a dog now that they just like let chill oh, in the store. Lit. It's so cute. That's lit. Um, and he'll just like follow you around, and I'm like, oh, personal shopper. Like, 
but um, he's like hi welcome to a shaman's do you need anything today <laughs> it's just a sign on his neck oh my gosh no yeah but so like being like an anxious person like i found you know there's crystals that are specifically meant for like calming or grounding and like things like that and so whenever i manage shows i always have them with me mm. um and oh, wow. sometimes they help sometimes they don't but like i think it depends on you know you have to put the right energy into it to get the right energy out of it um but yeah and then also just like i'm a huge empath i always have been and so already understanding that like people just give off different energy um like i think that that just translates right into what the universe is doing totally so even if you don't believe in god i think it's very hard to deny energy or vibration or things like that exactly yeah yeah i think like if i were to believe that it was like people you know or deities or something it'd be closer to like like old egyptian stuff where there was like multiple um Mm. like gods for different things and it's not just egyptian you know like greek and everything else does that but um I just have a hard time believing that it's one dude, you know? Right. Some some weird bearded guy up in the sky is like, everything is mine. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I, I, I'm along the same, yeah, the same lines. I mean, it's just like, I, I struggle with the, the idea of like, I do believe in an afterlife, yeah. right? Some sort of conscious afterlife. And my question that I think I want to bring up on this podcast sometime to some friends of mine, who some who are very religious, some who are not, um, is like, do you believe that there are... That there is one way to the best afterlife? Do you believe that there are a few ways? Or do you believe that there are many or no ways? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because I think that there's, quite honestly, I think there's a few. I don't think there's many ways, but I think that there are a few ways to, like, be a good person and, like, to live a good life and to want the best for people and to put out good energy. Um, But I don't think it's, like, one, like, you're saying, like, one dude who's like, hey, if you're gay, listen. (laughs) (laughs) It's not, not here. Not here, Okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think, like, there's definitely not just one. Um, I wouldn't say there's, like, a million, you know, but I think it's subjective. Like, my definition of being a good person and somebody else's could be totally different. And mm-hmm. I think that overall, you know, there's, like, good versus bad. Um, and everyone kind of has the idea of that. But I think also my version of the best afterlife is going to be different than your version of the Absolutely. best afterlife. So as long Absolutely. as I can get to what I deem as my best version, great. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, even if, you know, if my best version is the pearly gates and, you know, Gerald, Gerald the seventh and his best version is, you know, being in hell with Satan, like that's his idea. And, you know, go him. But mm-hmm. like, as long as I'm happy and I treat others well, I think that's all that matters. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's one o'clock now. Do you got a jet? What's your, you got nothing I have on? no plans today. Okay, I'm going to restart this camera, and then I'd like to do this last segment, and then we should be good. Sick. Hell yeah. Okay, Harmony. Yo. This is, uh, first of all, thank you for being here. <laughs> and doing with it, this with me. This is actually the two-year anniversary of my podcast this episode will come out on. Yay. The day of, yeah. Uh, I'm just super glad that I said that an hour into the podcast, but uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, I guess I'll clap here just to make sure... Should have done that before. It's all good. Uh, so here's here is the last segment of the podcast that we're gonna do. Okay, it's called Tournament of Fools. Okay, so we are gonna do a tournament. Uh, but before I'm gonna introduce it, and then you're gonna sing the theme song. Oh great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ready? Yeah. Here we go. And now welcome to the tournament. Of fools. 
It's a tournament of fools. Cha-cha. <laughs> With Harmony Thompson. Uh, okay. Perfect, perfect. Okay, Harmony. Here is your tournament. Mm. Your tournament is which of these fruits uh-huh. do you believe deserves its own musical? Ooh. Okay? Yeah. Here are the ranking of fruits, and then we'll kind of go one by one. Okay. These rankings come from random.org forward slash list <laughs> because I send these off to my friends to rank them and very few ever do. All right. So here are the rankings. Um, number eight, I think this is respectable, mango. That's fair. Okay. I don't, do you like mangoes? Not really. I fucking hate mangoes, dude. Yeah, pound that. Everyone fucking loves mangoes, dude. Why do they love mangoes? I'm okay with like mango flavored drinks, but it can't be just mango. You know, like. It's anything mango, dude. The only thing I've ever liked is dried mango. I don't even like that. I think the texture sucks. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not good. Okay. Um, number seven, bit disrespectful, the huckleberry. Damn. All right. right. Yeah. It's, uh, but, you know, they don't know where from Idaho, so it's all it's good. True. Number six, again, pretty disrespectful, the kiwi. Hmm. Okay. Number five, banana. Number four is strawberry. Number three is apple. Hmm. Two is orange. And in a very odd number one pick, random.org selected lemon as the number one fruit. Okay. All right. All right. So... Between so here's the first matchup. The first matchup for which of these fruits deserves its own musical that you would like to stage manage at Wayne State in your upcoming <laughs> year. We have number one lemon versus number eight mango. Definitely lemon. Fuck mangoes, dude. I'm yeah. I think there's a lot you could do with lemons. <laughs> like you know. I think lemon adds a like as a main character in a musical too. Like they're like sour and sweet. Exactly. So they like they have like a lot of dichotomy, right? Like it'd be oh, yeah. interesting. Uh, mango to me is like the villain in a musical. Yeah. You know, like I mango. Like they can do like one thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, one one skill. <laughs> you're either like the the chubby fat like friend sidekick, <laughs> or you're just an asshole, dude. Exactly. You're one of the two. So I agree with you. Have you fucking have you seen Sausage Party? That fucking movie. Mango feels like the douche. Like <laughs> Mango is the douche. <laughs> I'm the douche, bro. <laughs> uh, that movie sucks, dude. That movie, like the worst. When the guys, okay, so I took a girl on a date to that movie. Chandler. What and. What idiot. were you thinking? <laughs> what an idiot, dude. I'm fucking Marlo. Uh, I'm an idiot getting myself killed like that. Uh, when the guy's head fell through the ceiling and the oh guy's like, God. I killed him. I was like, where are we going huh? with this movie? Man? The douche was the only thing I liked about that movie. Honestly. Oh, my God. I'm the yeah. fucking douche, bro. Uh, okay. Um, next, we have number four versus number five, which is strawberry. It's very interesting. Strawberry versus banana. I mean... Banana is the main character, dude. Banana has to be, but, like, the strawberry-banana duo. I know. I, I fuck... You know? I, I know. strawberry-banana. They should be in, like, a buddy mu- yeah, musical like, comedy. They, they should be, like, a buddy cop movie. That'd be fun. But, But yeah. one, one's gotta go. Between Shit. strawberry and banana, who do you think deserves their own musical? I think banana. I think it's better. Okay. You think here's, it's better than strawberries? Uh, here's my beef with strawberries. Okay. They look delicious they look amazing right and then you bite into it Mm -hmm. and it's like a letdown you're the only (laughs) you're the only individual i've ever heard say this that's fine i will gladly walk alone on this i think that they look scrum diddlyumptious facts and then they taste like kind of okay cat 
That's cat. That's cat. <laughs> Maybe I've just had shit strawberries, but I have never like I've never bitten into a strawberry and been like, man, fuck yeah, this strawberry. But like, I don't, and even like chocolate strawberries, they're okay. But like, I'm I glad I did this with you. You have strong opinions about <laughs> fruit, dude. You have strong opinions I, about fruit. Like, it's it's something that I would never ask for strawberries. If they were given to me, I'd gladly eat them. But like, they would not be the thing that I asked for. Yeah. Fair enough. I hear your point. Do you also, you do realize that like 90% of the world, like strawberries, like top two what they would ask for, yeah. right? That's crazy, dude. There's just something about strawberries that doesn't match with your tongue. I do agree, though. I think banana is the main character. Because if you put banana into any type of smoothie, Stop. that's all you're tasting. Oh, my God. That's slaps. all you're tasting. <laughs> yeah. It slaps. But it's also like, man, like, it's a lot of banana in this strawberry banana milkshake, dude. That's uh, hear me out. Banana splits. Banana splits are pretty banging. Also, it's just like the most identifiable fruit. Yeah. Like, you see a, you see a banana, you're like, that's a banana. That's a fucking banana. So, yeah. So, let's go banana. Um, moving on to round two. The next one we have uh, number three, apple, versus number six, kiwi. Apple, absolutely. Real. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, apple's also like the main character of the musical, man, but like kiwis are fascinating. Kiwis look cool. I think it's the same thing as strawberries, man. Like kiwis taste great. <laughs> kiwis taste better than strawberries for sure. For sure. For I sure. just, I don't. We're not going off of what tastes the best. I know, I know, I know, I know. We're going off of like who deserves the role. Okay, well, this is so apple. Kiwi's fucking weird. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The fucking hair on the kiwi is what throws me off. I I think that's what makes it interesting. I can't fuck with it. I can't do it. Nothing against hair. I'm not part of the fucking patriarchy here. But like, I just, I can't do it. I can't fuck with kiwis. I don't know. And apples, just like, they're so versatile. Like, you could do anything with apples. They're only, I feel like they're only versatile in flavor. Sure. They're what, only what versatile because there's so many. What not in flavor? Well, I mean, like, because there's, like, different types. Like, I, I just don't know if they're, like, you're saying that you you can do a lot of things with apples. Yeah. I don't think so. I think you can. What do you think you could do also, with apples? Also, there's, like, a million types of apples. You could, like, you could make a whole thing of just apples because there's, like, 50 different kinds. That is a dinner I don't want to go to. <laughs> if, if I walked in and there's just 70 different types of apples. I'm not talking about food here. I'm talking about, like... Oh, you could just like yeah. the content okay, yes. you could make like with you know because there's a million different kinds well and and you could do a whole musical of just apples of just, just apples. different type of apples yeah that's kiwis true kiwis are kiwis man <laughs> man you're gonna get 10 of the same looking thing it's just it's not as interesting they could do like uh an apple musical about like acceptance and like racism exactly you, know what I you mean? get one yeah, you green do like apple a zootopia yeah oh you get the God. green apples moving in you're like those granny <laughs> those smiths over there greens. and the son's like i don't know dad i think they're actually pretty nice and no like, <laughs> and then like the, the kids become friends and shit and oh my God. i agree with you though i think that they, we should do apple apple should move on yeah okay and last for round one we have number two orange versus number seven huckleberry you're not gonna like my answer here yeah, i'm not because you're gonna say orange i'm gonna say orange yeah Huckleberries are fine. I But they have the same issues as strawberries. No, no, no. I don't think so. <laughs> I hate strawberries. I think oranges are fun. I think Huckleberry is cute. Um, and that's mm. it. That's all they have going for them. But You think they're both like children's musicals almost? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Then what then why not we just send Huckleberry to the next round, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying, like, it's obviously gonna lose like whatever's gonna lose to Apple. In the next oh, round, sure. right? But I don't know. I think oranges, like they're just these little guys, and <laughs> huckleberries are so hard to work with. 
I feel like, okay, I feel like if Oranges and Huckleberries were, like, performers, I feel like Oranges are just going to be like the, yeah, okay, like, I'll do whatever you tell me to. And Huckleberries are, like, the diva of the whole process. No, dude, Apple's the diva, dude. Apple is the I diva. I think Apple's the star, but I think that Apple might be, I think it depends on the Apple. I think... <laughs> I think, you know, like a Red Delicious for sure is going to be like, nah, fuck that Divas, shit. Divas, dude. But Divas. But I think like, what is it? Fuji Apple? Fiji Apple? I don't know. Yeah, like Fiji, I think. I think they'd be so nice. Like, they'd just be like, oh yeah, like, I'm a star. But like, they'd be the kind of lead that's like, friends with everybody, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, like certain type of vows probably have like different like personalities, like a, like a, like a pink lady. Right? Oof. Would be like the ingenue. Yeah. Like the, like the lead ingenue. Oh but God. she's also super nice to everybody yeah. backstage. Yeah. <clears throat> And I, I just think the Huckleberries would, like, lock themselves in their dressing room and be like, bring me coffee. You know, like, they would be the bitch. But I feel like that, yeah, I agree with this. But, like, at the same time, the, I feel like they're also Heath Ledger. I feel like Huckleberries would be, like, method actors, dude. You want I'm not a Heath Ledger fan. <laughs> Have you seen the movie, dude? Have you seen the movie? <sighs> the movie's so good. His Joker's so good. How you can he, say that? He's good. I don't really, I don't really fuck with Joker either, but like, I'm not saying that like he's the greatest actor of all time. I'm saying like his portrayal of Joker in that Dark Knight movie is like fucking. Isn't he the one that went like super method and like locked freaked himself. everyone out? Yeah, well, he locked himself in like a hotel room and yeah. stuff. He didn't do like things to other people. That was Jared Leto. Jared oh. Leto was the one who was like sending like dead rats and stuff to Ew. Margot Robbie. Weird stuff, man. Gross. I don't like Jared Leto anyway. Uh, but Heath Ledger would just like lock himself in like the a hotel. For like weeks on end before the shoot and like dry out his mouth mm. to try and like get the voice and his yeah. laugh and weird shit. But he wasn't like, I don't think he was like, I think Heath Ledger had enough awareness to yeah. like not push that not on other people. Because I'm kind of the same way a little bit. Like when I'm getting in character backstage for this show, like I'm very much trying to walk around with like. Sure boss type i don't give a fuck energy uh but also like not try to like just be pushing people around backstage sure. you know yeah uh i'm also not locking myself in a hotel for six weeks straight. <laughs> I, I i think it might just be the fact that like i value self-care and yeah, just to yeah, fear yeah. that somebody put themselves through that for a role I don't know. And I feel like Huckleberry would be that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're, so. you're looking out for Huckleberry's mental health. And I'll, you know what, Harmony? <laughs> I'll concede. We'll send Orange to the next round. Great. It's going to lose anyway. But. It's going to lose to Apple. Okay. Uh, number one. So this is the semifinals. We have Lemon versus Banana. Oh, fuck. This is, this is a good one. This is a good one. I, I still feel like Banana's definitely the main character of a musical. Definitely. But I feel like Lemons would be more interesting. Like... I feel like Banana would almost be like a one-man show. Like, it could yeah. easily be a one-man show. Yep. But Lemons would be like, you know, full production, full-scale everything. And I think that would be so much more fun to watch and do. And again, the sourness of the lemon, oh, I yeah. feel like, is what makes it the most interesting, you know? Yeah. like, Or even, have you ever heard, like, the phrase, someone sold me a lemon? Um, it's like a lemon is also like a, something that's not doesn't work well. Mm. Something that's, like, kind of broken down. Um, yeah. like people will be like, oh, you know, this guy sold me this car and it broke down and he sold me a lemon. Mm. Uh, so I think you could even play with that yeah. a little bit in the musical too. Like someone who's like washed up, yeah. run down. He's like, no one wants this lemon anymore. They're treating this lemon in, like a lemon. You bring in a romantic lead. It's just a fucking packet of Splenda. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. And someone opens it from the top and spills over and <laughs> dies. You're like, no, Splenda. <laughs> Uh, are you going lemon here instead I think of banana? Lemon. I think this would be more interesting. I think banana is banana is banana. And, and, and banana is much more of like a one-man show. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I agree with you. I think we should go lemon. That's yeah. crazy. I did not think lemon was going to make it this far. Lemon, uh, lemon. Orange versus apple. Apple. Yeah. Yeah. We're not no even going to debate that. Yeah. Now, here's the big one, right? Oh. Lemon, which is so interesting, versus all of these different types <laughs> of apples, apples, dude. Shit. I don't know. I... I feel like, it, okay, let's say this, right? If you have lemon, you got to have lime. That's fair. So lime's going to be in Lemon's musical. That's true. Right? What other things are going to be in Lemon's musical? For sh- I feel like mm. for sure lime, for sure like the Splenda packet, right? That's like the ingenue leading, <laughs> leading girlfriend and maybe lime is the guy who like brings him back from like some depression that Lemon's in. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else would go in Lemon's show. But, man. I I think that Apple has a lot of room for creativity because of all the different kinds of apples you get. I think that Apple would definitely be... I feel like Apple lends itself more toward a straight play. I don't know why I think that, but I do. But I think that with Lemon, <laughs> Lemon's like the sassy kind, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that lends itself toward a musical. Mm. But... I don't know. I feel like Apple's show would be more, not like serious, but have more of the like morale or not morale, the moral of a story, you know, like it'd be something that you learn. It'd be like Matilda, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. You know, like a school musical. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I feel like Lemon would be like Kinky Boots. Yeah. Lemon would be like Kinky Boots yeah. or like Hedwig <laughs> or like something risque. Yeah, exactly. And I, you know, I love me some educational shows, but like you want the dirty something fun yeah you want the dirty and the raw and the real i think lemon in my mind wins i think that that would be the better show but yeah i'll agree apple can make an appearance sure but like i don't know i think i don't think apple needs to make a goddamn appearance (laughs) in lemon show lemon this is lemon's time to shine baby uh yeah i agree with you i agree with you i think that is very surprising I thought either apple or banana would for sure be the victors here, but you know I'm very glad that we uh, yeah. we we found lemon and Heck the yeah. sassiness the lemon has. I love lemon. Um, sweet harmony. Anything else you want to tell the people before you go? You want them to follow you? You want to send them off with a message? You want? Fucking come see our show. Come see our show. April 14th, 15th, and all the other days. Opens on my <laughs> birthday. Oh heck yeah! Come give me a birthday present. Oh yeah. Uh, sweet. So thanks, harmony. Appreciate you being here, and we'll see you guys next week. Keep burning.